gonna say for the podcast? Mic check, mic check. The light brightest shit. Mic check. Oh, man. <laughs> Who phone is this? Show this freaky son. <laughs> <laughs> I know when they have lights, like, you know, lights don't go out. Oh shit! <laughs> yo 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 yo. We gotta play that joint real quick. All right. <laughs> Hey, you know you gotta say for the podcast. Casey Young Boss. He on the grind, man. Hey, you know you gotta say for the yeah. podcast. Uh, uh, ET. Uh, yeah. I got out the mud and stay on the grind, removing. Snakes in the face, the heart of a hustler is what it takes. I'm prayed up. My city on my back from the 913 to the 816. We scoring like a pick six. Success only come when you take risks. Success only come when you take risks. You got one life to use your gifts. The dream in your head. Going gets tough. Doubt in your mind. But I'm on a marathon like Nipsey. End goal, I see it clearly. My drive is leading me past what any eye can see. Faith without works is dead. I can't put my word to bed. Man, we won't stop until we make it to the top. Yeah, man, we won't stop until we make it to the top. Man, we won't stop until we make it to the top. We can't stop. Whoa, 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 whoa. Feel that spirit. I can't stop. I won't stop. Almost near it. Young and focused. Keep my faith, I want it. All I know what I want's out there for me. Whoa, 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 whoa. Feel that spirit. Hey, you know you I can't stop, I won't stop, almost never. Hell yeah, for me. Keep my faith, I want it. All I know what I want's out there for me. Lucky Louie, luckily I'm one of God's chosen few Get deuces and handshakes when I'm rolling through Protected by God, Lord knows I'm holding to I got a fetish for bad women, money and letters They call me Young B.O., two crooked letters Came up with hustlers, crooks and gritters This ain't for the lames, haters or quitters Before I slide, I sent the prayer to God, but I was too impatient to wait for answers. Straight to the top like a penthouse. Married wifey, that's in-house. Family, that's what I care about. Money scrill, that's what I've been about. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm gonna get it, yeah. Stack it up, say most in the rest. We gon' spit it, yeah. Like we gon' live it. Negativity, we gon' end it. If you take a care of business and your fam, good vibes, we gon' set it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Feel that's good. I can't stop, I won't stop, almost near it. Young and focused, keep my faith, I want it. All I know what I want's out there for me, yo. Whoa, 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 feel that spirit. I can't stop, I won't stop, almost near it. Young and focused, keep my faith, I want it. All I know what I want's out there for me. Hey, you know you gotta say for the Why y'all give me the nine, man? What's up? Go ahead. 
Oh, y'all play? Y'all replaying the joint? I'm the only one with the fuck. Oops, die pad. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, right, what's going on, man? Welcome to another episode of Save for the Podcast. TJ here, Ting Ting, aka well, Christina, aka Ting Ting, in the building. <laughs> Drizzy in the building. Nick B in the building. Special guest ET in the building. What's going on? Where where we at actually? Yeah, we at uh, FSP Studios, man. Uh, one of the best studios in the city, in Kansas City. So, um, just actually just moved back here like five to six months ago. Try to find a good place to record, and that's where I'm recording it now. So. Move back. Where were you at? I was uh was in Milwaukee for like the past uh five to six years. Okay. So got a degree in business. I was actually working out there. Then I was grinding with my music too. So mm-hmm. made a good music movement out there. And then actually just moved back to KC about eight months ago. Born and raised from here, from KCK side. So cool. a lot of y'all from the mo. I know. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm from KCK. Went to FL Schlegel. So yeah, with Schlegel one yeah, time on. Yeah. So it's recording here. Better than recording out there. In the yeah, yeah. This is yeah. Shout out to Steve, man. This is high quality. Yeah, it's like. Are you just saying that because you recording? No, 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 no. It's like when when you feel when you feel the music, like like when you hear the beat with his with this stuff and it, with his engineering that he got, like it's all high quality. So uh, I'm actually pushing this song right now to actually get pushed out the radio right now too. And they all saying like, man, it's like good high quality. Like they don't have to modify nothing. Cool. Yeah. So did you start music out there when you was in Milwaukee or? So I started my musical journey a little different. Uh, I, I started taking music really serious like four to five years ago when I was out there, but uh, I actually played football at the University of Kansas. Um, yeah. So I was on the Orange Bowl, Insight Bowl team uh, back in 07, 08. So I used to freestyle rap back then. Wasn't taking it serious, but mm-hmm. anytime a beat come on, like before games and practice, we get everybody hyped and stuff. So we would mess around, record a freestyle here and there. What was your record? Uh, the, year we, the year we won the Orange Bowl, we was 11 and two. Yeah, 11 and two, so. This is when you was freestyle? KU? Yeah, yeah, yeah. KU, they, 07, yeah, yeah. We, they were 11 and two? Yeah, we won the Orange Bowl. Tyreeson. Oh, yeah, believe, yeah. Believe. Keep to lead. Had <laughs> Chris Harris. Yeah, Shout out to facts. all them. Yep, yep. Facts, facts, facts. Uh, you started? It was cold that year. No, I played, uh, played special teams out there. Oh, yeah. that's when we had the time to rap. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Niggas just rapping. Yeah. Man. Crazy. Yeah. Had orange a, ball and shit. Yeah, bro. I had to, had to start out as a walk-on, but ended up making the team. So, yeah. I hear you, man. So, like, anytime I make music, I want somebody to feel like they ready to run through a brick wall, like they feel inspired to go after whatever dreams, aspirations they have. And Like, four to five years ago, I just basically told God I'm not going to, you know, sit on my gifts and talents anymore and get more consistent. So, I really started... Before, just like studying the business, I want to stay independent. I am independent. Mm-hmm. Um, music got over seven million streams. You can look me up on Spotify right now. Like sometimes my music be trending with like Kanye West. Uh, I j- this song to the top actually just uh, charted with um, at number one sixty seven in iTunes top two hundred. So to do that independent, like you got to really study the business and know how to push your music. So I'm an entrepreneur first, and then it's all kind of. Evolve from there. I hear you. Yeah. I'll so, know. what made you want to study the business part of? It? <laughs> yeah, I, I I seen uh I seen everything from all the horror stories of individuals getting screwed over by labels. Um, I had some options where I could actually uh, sign with RCA last year. They was gonna give me like an eighty twenty split. I keep the small twenty while they gave me the big advance. But I was like, I would rather just bet on myself because really the music that I'm making off of streaming right now is what they would have been paying me in my advance and I don't never got to owe them back anything. 
And uh, so some people I study is, of course, Tech Nine here in the city. Like he inspires so much because he showed how you can bet on yourself, build your brand, and keep growing. Um, a person I actually met out in Milwaukee opening up for him is actually Montana 300. So I got to open up for him two times. If you don't know who he is, like they call him the rap guy, like he he go down. And mm -hmm. uh, I did a freestyle for him before. <laughs> and I did a freestyle for him yeah. before. And uh, he uh, he told me, he was like, man, keep doing what you're doing. Stay independent. Don't don't sell out. And, you know, stay indie because he's like, that's the way to go. And yeah. so I just started studying more and more from there. Yeah. That's what's up, man. That's what's mm -hmm. up, man. So you think that the business part <clears throat> is more important than the actual music? No, nah, no, nah, it, it should be 50-50. Like, the reason why I say that is because if you put it all into the, the business aspect, you could be pushing it out the right way, but if the quality of product ain't good. So with me being an inspirational artist, you know, I kind of look at my songs as, as something that you can kind of marinate with. So if somebody hears, like, my song from back in 2017, Bars Up to Heaven Remix, if you ain't never heard it, that song I got with T-Rail, uh, he signed with Nelly. And when people hear that, even now, they like, man, why ain't I heard you before? It's like, I get so much out of this music. And before I write any song, like I pray about it, think about the message that I want to give, and then I pray that somebody's lives will be impacted by the music. So that's yep. really what I'm all about. Yep. Oh, that's what's up, man. You got a question? Ting, ting? No. Oh. No, he <laughs> says an inspirational yeah. rapper. Is that... Mm -hmm. Different than Christian? Uh, uh, yeah, no. Is it? No, yeah. Yes and no. The reason why I say yes, because when you hear my music, you know who I believe in. Mm -hmm. But uh, I call myself inspirational because I don't want to put myself in a box. So like this new single, To The Top, you know, shout out to Marley Young and also Casey Young Boss too. I seen them actually at the Kansas City uh, People's Choice Awards. I was nominated for Best Gospel Artist. They was both nominated for Best Hip Hop Artists and salute yeah. to y'all getting y'all award there cool. too. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but I just seen them grinding. I'm like, man, let's make a music of inspiration. When somebody hear it, they, they like, man, I do. I'm working my nine to five to provide for my family. You know, I need something to stay motivated. I need something to stay inspired because, you know, music can be an outlet to keep you going, to keep you pushing. You know, if you like to work out, like if you listen to some positive music while you work out, it's going to make you push harder. So really, that's what I'm all about at the end of the day, too. Cool. Yeah. So earlier you had said um, that you make music with some secular artists yeah. as well. So is that the reason why you more so would say that you are inspirational? Because if you were to say, I'm a Christian artist, and then the Christian music world sees you doing music with secular artists, they may try to make it seem as though, oh, well, now you're not one of us. You're more so... If you put the word inspirational behind it, then it'll give you more of that freedom to be able to make music with more people. Yeah, more like you avoid that backlash that way. Yeah, that yeah, is, exactly, exactly. Right. Yeah, because unfortunately, amazing question. Yeah, for, that is a good question. Because unfortunately, we live in a world where everybody has to be, you know, tied up in a box. And when you have to be tied up in a box, a lot of times, if you say, "Oh, I'm a Christian artist," like if somebody that ain't Christian, you know, want to listen to my music, they might automatically be turned off. But some of my music, I don't even bring the word up God in it. I just talk about the messages behind it. And then when they hear it, they like, man, this can apply to anybody in life. And so that's why I try to do, just try to stay outside of that box for sure. And that's what I was going to ask. Because mm -hmm. um, I know that uh, sometimes they say when you're trying to get radio play, you have to change some of the words in mm -hmm. order to reach a specific type of audience. Have you had to ever like change some of your lyrics so that it could still give the same message, but be able to reach a broader audience. Yeah, it's crazy because uh, to be honest, that's that's why, you know, my single uh, Bars Up to Heaven, 
really didn't get a lot of radio play because I was talking about God so much in the music, like the Christian radio stations was picking it up, but some of the main radio stations weren't. Um, I'm actually in uh, talks right now with, because this song is more in the middle, the, the two to top record, and then my other single um, that I released before that hit a million streams too, titled Giving Hope, uh, featuring my big cousin, Project Pat. Um, that song was actually more in the middle and it was actually more receptive. In uh, 2018, I actually was able to get that music video actually aired on MTV. So that's the reason why I was able to get that because it was a positive message in the middle that everybody could gravitate to without me mentioning the word God so much. But when I come out with my albums, I'll have, of course, some of those radio records, but then I'm going to have everything else like professing my faith too. And uh, I think that allows me to not compromise on the skills and abilities that God's given me. I was going to ask, do you feel like that waters down how you, your beliefs? Because I feel like if I believe in something and they're telling me you need to kind of cut back on that, it kind of takes away what you're trying to give in your music because you have to take away, I would think, mm-hmm. all glory to God, you'd have to pull back on that. And I would think that would make you feel some type of way. Yeah. At first I did. And then... Uh, and then when I started thinking about it and praying about it more, I think the thing that it's helped me do to actually become a better writer. So when I'm thinking about, let's just say, a, a song about praising God, like bars up to heaven, I started thinking about how can I write something like that without utilizing the word God and really being more descriptive. So when I started doing that, and I, then I heard my song, like, Giving Hope, I'm like, man, I am delivering the same message but just being more creative with it. So I'm actually think it's actually made me a more better writer in the process too. So when you started, was your aim to be a Christian artist or, and then you just got tripped up by the business side of it, or is it just something you kind of fell into walking that line? Yeah. uh, So some inspirational artists I look at is like uh, from reach records, like uh, um, Andy Minio and Lecrae. And I've always noticed, you know, how they labeled themselves inspirational artists. But when you listen to their music, you know exactly who they talking to. When you think about their albums, you know exactly. They got those regular praise and worship like songs on their album. And I think, you know, if, if you want your songs, how I look at it, when I make music, I want a person to be able to hear my music without having any negative connotations to it. And then once they look more into my catalog, then they be like, okay, I see this is a man of faith. I see what he's talking about. If I got any questions about that, let me go to my local church. I've had people, you know, that were actually, you know, not believing in any religion. And once they heard my music, they like, that's what I needed from like an introductory message. And now I'm ready to talk to you more about Christ. So when I perform, that's another thing too. I just don't perform at churches. Like I perform everywhere, like, um, in July, I actually opened up for Polo G with uh, with T-Rail, and uh, we performed at this big venue in Kansas City. And when I was done, I had a lot of gangster rap artists tell me, like, man, I'm thinking about making more positive music now because I know how my music might be tearing down somebody, talking about guns, drugs, and sex, of course, the popular things. And I'm like, yeah, man, strive to be different. That's what I try to do, strive to be different. I don't want to be in a box. How hard is that knowing you're risking your life going out there performing like that? Yeah. You and, know. and audience that you mm-hmm. know you're not supposed to be at. No, it's an audience where I do need to be at. That's why, well, that's, yeah. As far as knowing yeah. you're around drunks and you know anything yeah. can happen here. No, that's a good question. What I always do, I always uh, pray to God every day, ask him to protect me in, um, in, in conversations that I've had with God. And, uh, you know, and just in prayer, too, when you think about 
what Jesus did, you know, when he was a, when he went out, you know, professing his faith and and talking about Christianity, so on and so forth, he went out into the community. And what I really feel like when I go out into the community, everybody inside those four walls of the church, they in there for a reason. There's a lot of people outside the four walls of the church believing that oh, church isn't the right thing for me. Not saying it's the right thing for anybody, but they like it's not the right thing for me. And then when I perform there. It gives me that purpose because then they're like, I would have never been at church. And um, because I heard your message, you got me want, actually wanting to read my Bible more, wanting to study up more. And so that's what I really think about trying to share, you know, light in the darkness. So if you got shot, would you still go? Would you still go out and perform? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, because you yeah. pray for protection. Yeah. So say yeah. you did that and you got shot to say no. That's a good, that's a good question. Still... That's a good question. That, that's one thing that I will say. Um, when you when you're a Christian, when you read the book of Revelations too, if if you want to get biblical, you got to put your life on the line. And so what I mean by that though, because in the book of Revelations, a lot of believers, if they didn't believe, if they said they didn't did believe in Christ, they would actually, you know, have to die. And because they had enough faith, they was willing and able to do that. And because of that too, um, yeah, I'm fine. You know, I ain't gonna say never want to. Speak that upon myself, saying I want to get shot, but I know God right. protected me. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I know that's my mission. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it, it ain't it ain't for everybody, but uh, you know, I know that's for me. So you still would go out? Oh, if I got yeah, if I got breath in my lungs, uh, and God's giving me this gift of music, man, I'm not I'm not turning back on it. What if nobody moved when you was out there on the stage? <laughs> no, that that ain't gonna happen. You what must, if? Yeah. What if it ain't no what if? I don't. So I don't know what if. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't. He's big on what ifs. Yeah, I don't. I don't play. A, if I if I do, so if I do what ifs to me, it just puts my faith null and void because that that means I'm praying for something and I'm already doubting what God can do. Um, I'll, I'll give you an example. So when I was in Milwaukee, I was actually had a had a show in Southside Chicago. Um, you know, in Southside Chicago, I'd be honest, I was a little bit nervous. A lot of BDs, a lot of GDs there. Um, they asked, like, hey, you still sure you want to perform? Like, hey, I, I drove down here an hour from Milwaukee. It's about an hour drive. Like, yeah, I, I drove down here to perform. I prayed before it. And uh, once I got off that stage, after that nine to 10 minutes, people started putting their drinks down and putting their hands up, praising God. And um, that's at that point, it just kind of showed me, you know, God's always got me. And I can't never doubt it. So, yeah, that's just what I believe. So the first time you ever performed, you had people... Still showing love, so you've never been anywhere you're, where you performed and nobody moved. No, no, uh, uh, not yet. No, you say you one hundred out here, fam. Yeah, <laughs> not yet. Ten for ten out here, fam. Yeah, I'm just saying because some people. Yeah, that's a good question. Though, it's, mm -hmm. um, because everybody can't have a rough night. Yeah, yeah, and you still got to be able to 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 perform through that. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's stuff to perform through. Mm -hmm. Some people can't do that, so that's what I was asking. The thing I will say though, individuals are skeptical when they first uh, when they first hear me because then they be like, okay, because I say because I just come out and say like, hey, I'm an inspirational artist making positive hip hop music, and people be kind of like turned off. Do you and have then, to say that though? Yeah, huh? do you have to say <laughs> no, that? No, no, I, I just I, I I just let them know. I just I just why, let why them know. Why do you feel like you need to let them know though? Because just let them know I'm coming different. How I'm gonna come? Like you know, people want to talk about okay. whatever they want to talk to. I'm gonna talk about what I'm gonna talk about, and I'm not ashamed of it. Like, you know, that's why I'm on this podcast now, because salute to y'all platform and everything, because 
you know, I'm just trying to give messages that people need that when you when you hear something and you you in a time of darkness with, you know, going through trials and tribulations and somebody feel like they can be brought out by it, like that's what that's what, you know, your mission work is all about. If I just perform at the church, it's it's, it's good to perform there, but I gotta go out into the streets too. It's just like what you see social activists out in the streets. They trying to, you know, give positivity, trying to do things for the youth, et cetera, et cetera. You know, and that's something that I want to do down the road. You know, I, I started my LLC, ET Music LLC, you know, down the road. I want to do a scholarship, you know, for high school seniors preparing to go into college, you know, to give back to the youth. So I got big plans, you know, even outside of this music to really try to make an impact in Kansas City because Kansas City need it. That's what I was going to ask. How do you mm -hmm. market beyond the music? Yeah, so you know, to get your message across. Yeah, so uh a lot of things I do beyond the music is uh every time a lot of times I get asked to speak at churches and when I do I actually speak to a lot of youth groups. And so I ask the youth groups like, "Hey, what's the things that they commonly struggle with?" And uh, a lot of things is a lot about peer pressure. So I actually put together like some public speaking agendas around that on, "Hey, strive to be different." It's all about self-confidence. If you do have peer pressure, we kind of have workshops on how to, you know, better the youth. And that's something that I'm going to consistently continue to do. And music's give me that good outlet because they be like, man, this dude's music's good. Now I want to kind of hear more. And so that's actually offered a lot of engaging opportunities there. And then like I was saying, you know, down the road, I want to try to do a scholarship, start doing like, you know, now that I'm back here in the city, start doing backpack giveaways, something constantly in the community, not just a, a one-time thing. So... Be so, consistent. So when you're going to like these different churches and talking, do you get mm -hmm. people saying like, well, you do music with secular artists? Do you have people kind of like bashing you for for not being all the way Christian or not being all the way hip hop? Uh, Actually, no, it'd it be a lot of that. Sometimes it'd be behind your back. Yeah, you can kind of hear some rumblings behind your back. But a lot of people, they say they love what I'm doing because they see the lives that's being affected, you know, when I go out. So uh, the last show that I actually did here was actually in Topeka and actually opened up for uh, J.O.B. Hood out of uh, Strange Music. Mm -hmm. And then uh, that really opened up his testimony. He was talking about how he was like an assistant youth pastor. And he was like, man, if you ever want to do a positive hip hop song, like I'm down. And so if I would have never leaped out on faith to go out there, I would have never built that connection. And, you know, we might do a song down the road. So yeah, that's kind of like how I feel about the music too. So how do you feel about like uh, I know we had brought this up on one of the <laughs> one of the other episodes, like um how um Kanye West and uh, like Snoop have come out with these gospel albums. Like, do you think that that's like how they've done so much secular music? Then out of nowhere, it's like oh, okay, I'm gonna drop a gospel album, and I'm just everybody's going to love it. Mm -hmm. do, do, do you feel any type of way about that? Does that make you feel like they're making a mockery of, you know, what it is that you're doing? You know, I think it's not up to us to judge as individuals. It's up to, you know, God to judge. And the reason why I say that is because you never know what somebody's intent is. Now, I will say if, if I had a crystal ball and I knew that this individual's intent was, hey, I got an agenda behind this, a negative agenda, you know, behind the music, et cetera, then, uh, then, you know, then I would question it. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. If I knew they had a negative, you know, music agenda behind it, then I would uh, definitely question it. But if you don't know that they have a negative agenda and validity, then no, you know, that might be how they feel right now. They want to make a song of like Thanksgiving and 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 doing something different, you know, because they got big platforms and big stages too to spread a positive message. You know, I just hope and pray when people do that, they don't play around with it and be serious. Yeah. Would you do a song with Kanye? Uh, opportunity presented itself, yes, but uh, you know I would have to talk to him first. So, you kind of, I'll give you some breakdown of, of what I've done. So, um, first song that I did with uh, with T Real, um, T Real uh, almost died of a car crash, and you know T Real has an awesome testimony of how you know he stayed independent, betting on himself, and continuing to grow his music platform. And always open up just as artists like, hey, would you be willing to do a song, you know, like this aligned with this message? You know, you know, no cussing, no profanity, you know, a positive message behind it. And with that person's initial reaction, I can kind of <laughs> know if they down to do it and if they not. If they not down to do it, then I don't push it. If they are down to do it, if they willing to, you know, keep the song positive, you know, that somebody can listen to it and be motivated, inspired by it, and I'm down with it. So even had the same conversation with my cousin, Project Pat, too. So, uh, you know, Pat, he used to, you know, sell work in the streets and everything. I'm like, bro, you got a testimony, man, to share, to share with the youth. And his dad's a pastor, too. So mm -hmm. he's like, man, you already know, cuz, like, I'm down to do it. And I just told him, like, bro, make sure no cussing in it, you know. <laughs> I just, you know, just making sure that it was a good message, so. Yeah. So who's your favorite artist? Favorite artist? Um, that's all a good, time. All time favorite artist. That's a good question. Uh, man, I you know when I really started, you know, liking liking hip hop with the way peak Lil Wayne, man, to me was like I would say 06 to 09 was just like rare form. That it, during that time, y'all remember that? Like, but is it still now? Oh, still now. I want to know now. Current, oh, still now. Name. You know, current. Um, inspirational artists, I would I would actually say uh hip hop artists, I would say Andy Minio, he would uh reach records. Yeah, I like I like his type of music. Um some other artists that I like, um, of course, out of Chicago, uh Montana three hundred. I like how he put his bars together, you know, words, metaphors, like he creative with the way that he lays out his music. Um but yeah. All time though, I'd probably say Lil Wayne peak form just because that dude there was like releasing two, three freestyles a week and killing everything. So, so you Wayne and TJ already best friends. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if that Wayne yeah. came in here uh -huh. today uh -huh. and was like, Yes, I will do a song with you, but uh -huh. I'm cussing. Nah, period. You not do doing it. it? I ain't gonna do it. Mm. No. Nah. Nah. Yeah, what if it was oh, first? No, what if, man. What if it I'm was not saying you're lying, yeah. bro. No. I'm not saying you lying, bro. One time for the one time. We just going to do it. What if you it was yeah. You can bleep out his cuss words. Little you Wayne's uh, nah. thoughts and words have nothing to do with nah. uh, my <laughs> personal opinions and uh -huh. beliefs. Yeah. Just going to put that out there. But yeah. I am going to do this song. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was, I was going to yeah. say, what if it was for his album, would you do it? It wasn't going on yours. No, uh-uh. I've been, I've been, I ain't gonna discuss it. I've been asked a ghostwrite for some people too. I ain't gonna discuss that, but yeah, I just draw a line in the sand where I'm gonna be at. Yeah, I just do that. We see that? Yeah, yeah, I just do that. Bruh. Shoot, y'all can put that in the big text too. It's, it's all right. I'm good. I'm good. That means yeah, God. I'm not, I'm not buying it. No, that means God got something better. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. I'm not buying 
right. Wayne walked in. Yeah, we we see. All right. Yeah. Are we gonna see? Cause uh, is Wayne. Wait, we uh, all get the uh, <laughs> We got another special guest. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. Uh, uh-huh. That is funny. So, how yeah. do you pick the people you want to do music with? Like, do you listen? I mean, obviously, you know their flow and all that, mm-hmm. but do you look for what they're going through, like, and have a conversation with them first, or is it like I like the way they they rap? I want to talk. Yeah, secular or inspirational artists. I just look at their skill set first, like how how they deliver on a record. You know, wordplay, cadence. You know, how they done with features in the past. Like I break all that stuff down. And then, you know, then the second part is, like, if I'm interested in having a conversation. So, you know, just had a conversation with Marley Young and Young Boss, too, told him about the idea of the record. And Marley's like, yeah, man, he's like, you know, I believe in God and I I can put a hook together, you know, that be right in the middle that's positive. And then Young Boss was like, bro, you killed that verse. Let me get on it. Like, you know, you can kind of feel the organic, you know, energy mm-hmm. when when it's set forth. But then you know you kind of have intuitions too when to kind of pull back on certain things as well. So what do you consider inspirational though? Um, yeah, any anything that uh, when you make music, can can somebody grab grab it and can they apply it in their life to make their life better? Can they make their family life better? Can they make their financial situation better, etc.? So yeah, anything that that can kind of drive them to push through you know their trials and tribulations because. I ain't perfect. Like we all gonna be going through stuff. So that yeah. could be any artist, then, basically. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dope, dope. Mm-hmm. How, uh, I guess kind of transition to like, uh, as far as you <clears throat> running into us, like, how did you find out about Save for the Podcast? Yeah, man. Shout out to y'all. Seen y'all the yeah. uh, Can't See People's Choice right. Award. So yeah, I seen the brand out there real strong. That was actually my uh, second month back in the city. I was like, man, they they grinding a little bit. Right. I was right. like, when I start laying out this uh, this new music, I definitely want to reach out to y'all. So first and foremost, appreciate y'all hearing me out. Never take that stuff for granted, y'all. Taking times out of y'all day to do this. So yeah, I'll take everything as a blessing. So I greatly appreciate it. Yo. What's your testimony? What, what what really got you into doing music? <clears throat> yeah, so what really got me into, into doing music like... Uh, you know, I've always been real, real heavy into sports and sports really was what kept me out of trouble. So, you know, I went to a, you know, urban school, you know, FL Schlegel High School, you know, shout out to the Stallions. But, uh, you yeah, know, you back. Always FL <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I say Schlegel sometimes okay, okay, okay. too. Okay. I say that sometimes too. Huh? But, uh. Meg the Stallion. <laughs> shout out to the Megs. Meg, Meg the Stallion. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Oh, man. But uh, stupid, bro. you know, that's always kind of kept me kept me out of trouble. Like when you know, I didn't have no time, extra time to do anything else. I always had practice. I played football, played basketball, ran track. Didn't have no time to do anything else. With my extra time, I wanted to sleep or I was doing a part time job to, to make some extra money. And uh, just doing that and and always staying focused. You know, God's always just like guiding my direction. And when I think about everything that He's done for me in the past. You know, and these skills and abilities that he's given me, he was like, you know, I I can't doubt and also limit myself with what God's called me to do. It's something that I've you know really talked about, you know, and and with my family, you know, with my wife, of course, you know, shout out to my wife. You like, you gotta have a big support system when you're going into music, cause you know it's a lot of sleepless nights when I'm up late writing and might not be talking to her all the time, and she's like. 
yeah, I know you you writing a song. I'm gonna talk to you tomorrow, that type stuff. So um really just trying to, you know, continue to keep people focused because I know how how important that is because every day is a fight. You know, my my last album right here, uh Game Day Ready, it kind of has me laid out. It has E. T. versus the enemy. Because we battling an enemy every day. Like when you think about, you know, all the doubts you got in your head if you're trying to do a you trying to get a promotion on your job, you know, people. Some people might say you might be the right person. Other people might say you you might not be. Then that causes doubt in your head. If you're trying to make a sports team, all of a sudden you might you might got some doubt in your head. Like I know I got some game, but am I just as good as everybody else? You know how I look at it. Like every day is a challenge, and every day you got to compete at this game of life and can't be complacent. So that's why my last album was Game Day Ready. My next album is going to be Game Day Execution. So kind of keep it moving forward in that path. Did you grow up in the church? My bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. My bad. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, yeah, I did. I at him. <laughs> yeah. Watch the video. Look how she looked at him. <laughs> yeah, I she did. She made me apologize. <laughs> Yeah, I grew up in a church. I uh I attended um faith <laughs> faith deliverance family hey man, worship. Center, my bad. So. Can you just look at his posture? Why are you mm-hmm. I, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> Why is you Well, I was just gonna wait. He didn't really answer the question. I was wondering oh, which what one? made which you one? start. Oh, oh, what he made me say nothing. Yeah, he went, yeah, he oh. went to it. He got in his bag. I'm like, Oh yeah, oh, okay. I'm just waiting. Oh, my <laughs> bad, my bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's your testimony on really how you got into music? Yeah, yeah. So uh, like I was saying, with with me being in sports and everything, I think that's really what got my outlet with music because um, before games and stuff, I would always listen to music, you know, even way back when I was in grade school, middle school, et cetera. And then I'm like, and I seen how like a lot of my teammates gravitated to music, like before the games get pumped up and stuff. And, you know, I like to have fun, you know, I like to, you know, have fun in life. And I'm like, Man, think if I can make some inspirational hip hop music that somebody can play before a game, and you know, then it kind of just started building and building from there. So, uh, like with that two to top single, I actually uh, kind of made that as a hype video for the Kansas City Chiefs, and I posted it in the uh, Kansas City Chiefs group on on Facebook. It got like you know over a thousand shares on it because they like for one they like the Chiefs, of course, and then they like, man, what's that song behind it? I'm like. It has to the top, like you know, mm-hmm. download it on iTunes. So if we was losing, yeah. would you still did that? <laughs> 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 no, it, it it was the right timing. It was the right time and I did that. Yeah, it was the right time and I did so that. No. I, I know where you're going. <laughs> hey, I know where you're going. No, I'm just asking. Yeah. No, facts no. though. No, yeah. You know, the reason why I did that, I was hype. I'm like, I think we got a Super Bowl run, so I'm gonna put this video together. You're right, you're right. I know, yeah. I'm just, I, but usually I, I, but usually I do want to start out the year too. I do want to start out the year like some mid-season highlights. Like that's another thing. Like a lot of artists don't think about because with social media is so big. Like you can really be creative and and overlay your music in a lot of different platforms. So when I do something like that, like that video there already got like ten thousand views on on YouTube in like seven to ten days because it's being shared so much. And it's like if you really think about how you can utilize music as a tool to really spread your message, whatever it is. Like, if you be creative, it's a lot of ways you can do it. Yeah. Oh. I actually wanted to hear the answer mm. to this question that Justin asked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, if I grew up in a church. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I grew up in a church. I went to uh, 
Faith Deliverance Family Worship Center. Yeah, so I went there as a as a kid all the way really through high school. Um, yeah, went there. So grew up in a church, and that that's when me and my little sister we would kind of play around a little bit and actually perform like different songs at church, like gospel rap songs, kind of putting stuff together. Not professionally mixed and mastered or anything. I'm sure if I listen back to them now, I'm like, oh, no, kind of. <laughs> but, you know, that was kind of like the, all the beginning of it, though. It's just like when you think about your life and you start to time stamping everything, it's crazy how a lot of stuff evolved. And I'm sure y'all got testimonies, too, of like how y'all got into the podcast game. Probably started with debates. And then the debates is like, man, let me record it. And it's like, man, people are starting to follow it. Now I got to make the content consistent. So... That's kind of like how stuff built with me with music, too. I really don't know. Oh, okay, okay. All right. I don't like these things. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever uh, get to a point where like you started your music and then you got discouraged and was like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and stop and go grab me a nine to five and just be done with the whole situation? Did you ever get to a point where you was just yeah. done? This is this is one thing that I tell artists, like the ones that say, hey, you know, I'm going to quit my nine to five. And then go straight into music. For one, like, if you got a family, that's real tough to do. Like, if the situation is right, if you're really trying to stay independent like I'm doing and not trying to get a, a label situation. So I've always kind of maintained uh, my nine to five. So I'm actually a recruiter with a school district here in Kansas City. So I'm a businessman by trade. But... What that's done is actually giving me the opportunity to actually pursue my dreams even further because it's actually giving me kind of like some of that financial flexibility to invest into my music, invest into promotion. So you know that Wayne yeah. verse would have <clears throat> helped out a lot too, though. Starting <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, it would. yeah, yeah, it would. <laughs> But I'm I'm good though. But okay. uh, right. but what, one of the testimonies I do got so like past two years, um, I'm really big into like playlisting on Spotify and stuff. So really studied the game on how to get at it, the large playlists and everything. And when I started taking that serious, that's when I seen my first song go to a million streams, and I was like, man, a million streams pay this much. And, uh, you know, when you start to think about, like, for example, like Cardi B, when she has her opening week and it does like 38 million streams or whatever, shoot, she's probably making like 100K if she's independent, but may be only keeping 20K if she signed to a label. And you just start thinking about that, like, man, she's making good money, but what could it be if she stayed independent? And, uh, you know, I'm not saying be cocky. I'm just, you know... You know, God's blessed me with this music. Like I was able to pay, you know, a significant down payment on my house when we moved here from royalties that I've made off of music. So that's something I definitely take very serious. That's when I started my LLC a couple uh, this past year, and uh, just gonna keep building from there. Yeah. What's your end game? Because I know a lot of times, uh, you know, you do something, you get in it for yeah. the passion of what you're doing because you love to do it. Are you trying to like get to a place where? Um, you don't have to make music, and you're consistently making royalties off of your money. Uh, off of your money, hmm. nice. That nice. <laughs> yeah, that royalties yeah. off of your uh, music. Yeah. Man, uh-huh. don't it? Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. are you just in this because this is what you love to do, and rather you continue to make money off of it, or rather you stop making money off of it? It's just something that you're gonna want to 
do for the rest of your life because it's what you love. Yeah, music's something I love to do, and I feel like that's something that I'm called to do. So that that has to be first and foremost before like any money. You just want to make sure my mission and my purpose is right. I really look at this as, as ministry and as an outlet to to really give back and try to help people. You know, some of my goals and aspirations that I do have with this music, you know, I want to continue to kind of keep building my platform and push it as far as I can go, you know, outside of that box. So uh, I actually, actually driving here, actually had some representatives of um, Hot 9-7 reach out to me. So be praying for me, might be getting that two to top plate on there. So just like examples like that, I want to first and foremost, continue to stay independent and continue to push, you know, my platform as far as it can go. Yeah. Why is giving back important to you? Yeah, to me, if if you're not giving back, like if you got God's bless you with all this success, like what's the purpose of of being successful? When you think about being successful, of course you want yourself and your family to be good, but what about the people around you? Then you start to think about like what about the community as well, too, that you was brought up in? How can you give back to them? Um, when you think about somebody like I, I know, you know, rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle, but when you think about, you know, the impact that he made on so many lives, you know, during his life, during his short life, like it's astounding to think about. You get he's making a bigger impact than a lot of politicians. You know, I think if he was still alive, he'd probably been a politician 10 to 15 years down the road. So when you think about giving back, it's all about, you know, how can you build somebody else up in the process with the talent that you do have? So, yeah. Wait, wait, go ahead. Man. Yeah, you seem like you got something you got else something cooking in there. Got, what you got yeah. to say? Got right, right. Go ahead. What's on your yeah. mind? Scenario I like time. I, had, I feel like it has something to do with Nipsey Hussle being a, a politician. No. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> what kind of car did Jesus drive? <laughs> What'd you say? What kind of car did Jesus drive? Yeah, what you say? I don't know that. I don't know that. A, cri- a Chrysler. Know. Oh my God. Oh my God. He did not do yeah, that. That's, that's viral right here. <laughs> oh, he just goodness. left the building. He literally there. walked out. Yeah. <laughs> Drop the mic on that. Wow. So I first heard, I, yeah. Shout out to James. So do you get a lot of people trying to, have you had anybody try to argue your religion with you? Like they, you know how you get people <laughs> that'll listen to your music and then be like, hey man, get what you're doing, but you know God ain't real, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have people come at you like that? Um, I actually got a, yeah, unique story with that one. Yeah. So, uh, Christ, Luigi. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> We've moved past this. She didn't let it breathe. She tried to just yeah, breathe past it. We're going to move past yeah, this. That's a, that's a viral joke right there, man. Good. Man, We're going to move good past night. <laughs> She didn't like that one. <laughs> oh, man. My, go ahead. My, go ahead. Hey, he, he we'll get back to that. He got a straight face, too. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, what was that question oh, again? <laughs> oh, have you yeah. have you had people try to argue your religion with you? Uh, yeah. So uh, actually, in Milwaukee, uh, one thing I used to do to start trying to build my my buzz with a lot of grassroots, I would actually go spit freestyles on street corners and stuff like that. 
And one day, I was actually spending some freestyles on street corners and giving out some of my CDs and taking donations for them. If anybody wanted to give donations, and this person was like, don't you know that you know God's not real, that God's not real? And I could just tell you was just real mad. And uh, and then the crazy thing about it was, it was some individuals around me fighting a battle for me saying, God is real. Why is, why is this young man out here on this hot day giving out these CDs? God is real. And uh, it was so many people like yelling back at him. Like he just ended up leaving because he was just trying to cause an uproar, right. cause a distraction. And so that's a great question because, you know, if if that does, you know, come to place, you got to know when there's a time and place where if you can have a civilized conversation with somebody and if not, if you feel like emotions is too involved, you know, I got to know when to walk away as well too. So in that situation, I probably would have walked away from that dude because his face was real red. He was getting real hot and bothered. So I'm like, man, it's all right. God bless you. I'm going to keep moving. When, mm -hmm. when are you going to start printing CDs? Start printing CDs. Stop. Oh, stop. Oh, uh, you said stop printing <laughs> yeah. CDs? Because it's going to come to a point yeah. to where we can't. No, that's a, no, that's like a they make question. the cars without them. No, right. Facts. No, like, I'm a, pissed off that these... Like, I'm a CD, a CD dude. Guy. I yeah, want the yeah, CDs yeah. with yeah. the booklet. Yeah. And just so pissed off that you... It, this shit is over with here in a minute. Yeah, it's kind of unfortunate, but it's a, a blessing too. Because like I talked about, the you know, the streaming piece, like with streaming, it's just like so easy. So like somebody out in China could hear my music. So like my music has been heard in 70 countries, right? And for me to actually ship that CD out to somebody, it'd probably be mm -hmm. really expensive. But I don't think I'll ever stop printing CDs, but I have printed less though. And what I mean by that, depending on the age demographic of who likes my music, some individuals prefer to still have a CD. And so I have a CD for them, like sign it for them and everything, because you're going to always have those diehard fans like that. Um, if you kind of look at Chance the Rapper's rollout, that's one thing that he actually did. He was pushing the streaming real hard, but then he had like a special CD pack for all anybody that like pre-ordered the CD. So it can kind of be viewed upon as like now kind of like a poster or something like that. You so know, do you get your pack. CDs before you drop or after? Uh, right after. Yeah, right after. Because I if drop. you yeah. dropping online, mm -hmm. what would, what purpose would you serve getting hard copies? Yeah, just for anybody that still wants them. Like as a collector. Yeah, as like a collector. Like to your point, like people don't want CDs as much anymore because now they like, hey, is it on Spotify? Is it on Apple mm -hmm. Music? That's all they care about. But when I talk to people that I would say like 35, 40 and up, it's almost like 50-50 with, hey, I'm listening to streaming services. But other people are like, man, I still got a CD player in my car. If you got a CD, let me buy one right now. So that's why I still print them just in case. But my numbers have went down because, you know, uh, with how many CDs I've sold physically. Yeah. Why do you prefer CDs? <laughs> Excuse me? Why do you prefer CDs? <laughs> I just want to know why. I said I prefer CDs. Well, that's how it came off. Why do you like mm -hmm. a CD? So when you do a project, you just want to... Touch it. Yeah, and just be mm -hmm. able to... I'm just used to having a booklet mm -hmm. and just, just having a finished product when we was coming up just to see everybody else yeah. shit. I miss shrink wrapped, bro. You know what I mean? It's just mm -hmm. to know you got a project that you did shrink wrapped and you can hand it out and people actually want that much. It's a good feeling. So okay. your CD doesn't have a booklet with all the lyrics in it? They don't have that. <laughs> y'all nah. remember? Yeah. I know y'all yeah, remember? Absolutely. You open it up and read all the lyrics? No, nah, it don't got that. 
Yeah. 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 My shit'll be spelled wrong. I'm yeah. <laughs> No, I don't. It don't have that. You got a couple pictures inside of it, though. Yeah, that's yeah. great. You can't open it up fully and make a poster. Uh-uh. Put it on their wall. Yeah, I don't know. I might think no. about that. Yeah, I might think about that. I like I like that thinking. For <laughs> the small percent that still want a CD, I'm gonna definitely think about that because that's a that's a good idea. Yeah. They used to have that back in the day. I used to uh-huh. get the NSYNC. Oh yeah, CDs, and back, when you take it out, boys. it's a full fledged mm-hmm. poster you put on your wall. I remember back in the day we used to have a whole wall full of posters. Yeah, no, that's right. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I need it. It's think over, about though, that, man. That air is over, bro. Yeah. It's dead in the water, dog. Yeah, you think start, so? You gonna start dropping a Chrysler? <laughs> <laughs> You on or something? You said I'm on or something. Hey, now, ask, you, now you plotting. When they ask why, when they ask why, huh. I don't know. It's gonna be tough, but I don't think yeah. that's ever coming back, bro. Even though yeah, like yeah. retro stuff is like in style now, yeah, I don't know. Tough. Just I, I don't know what the music. I don't know if that will ever come back, bro. Yeah, for one, honest, like artists just drop so fast now, and it's like to even keep up with music. The best thing to do is just like to stream it. But yeah, I, I will still keep those. Uh, Traditional CDs for individuals that still want it, but I'm gonna definitely think about that poster though. So for sure, you, that's a good uh, idea. How do you digest music? I need a, I need a uh, percentage. Yeah, on that. I need a percentage yeah. on that. <laughs> yeah, we uh, got it documented. Okay, 40, 48. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's stupid. She is hella stupid, bro. Make sure y'all, everybody heard that. Hey, I am giving y'all some shout outs. Like, follow me, ET Music Page, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Easy. So, Easy. I'm going to definitely be putting y'all up on my page for sure. Thanks, appreciate, man. appreciate that. that man. Yeah. What, what can you do different uh, market wise? Far as putting your music out, like not just my bad. You did hell no, y'all questions. Y'all questions is cold. Yeah. Uh, Mine's like, is on some like, hey, like because you can just the music you listen to. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just nothing. You can keep promoting your your album or whatnot, right? That's mm-hmm. not gonna make me just want to go and buy it because you just keep posting this shit every ten minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like doing like interviews or. Getting on there, explaining your album, actually talking to the people. Yeah, what different you think you can do to make people actually want to listen to this project? Yeah, kind of, kind of like what I'm doing now. Like, um, you know, when you see, you know, the industry artists, they have a significant rollout plan where they'll go to like multiple podcasts or radio stations to talk about their project. And so that's something that you know I'm gonna definitely incorporate more and more. Um, actually, now I'm set up with a. You know, a PR person that kind of hooked me up with some different and, and bigger opportunities for indie artists that that have the budget to potentially like uh, invest in their music. And what I'm talking about with that is like, for example, you know, if radio play comes in into mind, um, you know, getting on some of the bigger blogs. Like last year, I was actually featured on XXL mag- magazine. So like, getting some more bigger looks like that is something that I definitely want to continue to do. Mm-hmm. To try to get to the masses and be creative on like some different approaches, because you know people perish for a lack of knowledge. It's always you know different ways of thinking about stuff. Like for real, you know, I didn't think about that poster thing with the CD. <laughs> I'm gonna keep going to that because yeah. you know, hey, I got a CD right here. Why well, I ain't got that in there? It's like just being creative with different approaches to get my music out there. Because like you said, people get bored when when you just post your album every day. So it makes you, me not want to listen to yeah, it. Yeah, so so what I kind of do, um, so this is kind of like my marketing one-on-one. What I kind of do is uh, I want my followers to go on the ride with me. 
So when I release a project, instead of posting it every day, I might post it once every couple of weeks to just to talk about the progress of my music. Like, hey, my song got this many streams and appreciate all y'all, you know, uh, appreciate everybody, you know, downloading, streaming my music. I also have, you know, a merch website too. So I'll have like different contests where, if, you know, if somebody, you know, pre-orders like a single or an album, then all of a sudden I'll give one lucky contestant like, you know, a two to top shirt. And, you know, just getting engaged with a lot of my fans and a lot of my followers, to, you know, to keep them, you know, up to date on the progress instead of like always force feeding it down their throat. So, yeah. So you, you exactly right about so that. So this is your clothing. You have a clothing brand? Two yeah. Top. So yeah, two to top. This is like uh, on my clothing website, so I can get that to y'all too. But it's uh, basically just ET Music merch. Uh, people ask why you got the bull on there because when you think about the bull, the animal of a bull, you know they kind of don't take no stuff when they see opposition in their way, and that's kind of like what we gotta you know do when we go to go in life. You can't get to the top if you don't have, you know, a mindset of really getting there. If you're going to be passive and and not aggressive with the goals you're trying to achieve, you're not going to get to where you want to go. So kind of just aligns with the message. How does that work with the pre-orders if mm -hmm. I got Apple Music? Like, why would I need to pre-order anything? So, um, hey, you're going to make me give away all my secrets. So. Well, I'm just yeah. saying, like, <laughs> people, well, well, I... Like no, that's that would a good be for question. us. Like no. we wouldn't need to buy it if I could. No, no that's a great question. That's a great get it question. when it come out. So I got I got kind of like a database of uh, individuals that's downloaded and streamed my albums over over the past year. People that just stream it, people that download it, and the people that really download and actually want to pay for your music. I call them kind of like your super supporters. So those are the individuals that no matter what you drop, you know you know they down there to support you. And even if they I have to cut you off, yeah. How does that downloading work? So you is that an iPhone thing, or can that uh, on, on the iPhone you just you, you like, can literally sh like just add it to a playlist mm -hmm. and just play it. But you yeah. can actually download a song to your phone. Yeah, you can actually pay like if an pay album's like nine ninety nine, you can actually pay the nine ninety nine. And so when you think about like for example, Eminem just dropped a surprise album. I can almost guarantee you that at least. Five to ten percent of those people that heard the song actually bought it as well too, because they so down if you buying so it, much. yeah, you're just basically <clears throat> supporting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, you you buying into the brand. Yeah, yeah, yep. you buying an actual song. Yeah. So if you bought it, yeah, because isn't that how some people are like, don't just mm -hmm. download it, buy yeah, the CD. Buy the CD. Yeah, people say that all the time. Don't so, just yeah. download it. So if your internet it. got cut off, you yeah. can still play that song. Exactly. 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 Oh, so that's why when I be on uh, Pandora and they be uh -huh. like, you, you got to use the offline version. Exactly. You can't listen to this song. I'm <laughs> yep. like, why well, can't I listen to it? Because you didn't pay for yeah. it. So you can only listen to it yeah. if you're streaming it. That, yeah. Thank you for clearing that up. Because I was so confused. And so then, like, so then when... So I'm putting artists on game. So then like when when you get songs that like chart, for example, like two to top charted at 167, actually Bree uh Drake's uh yeah, what was that song that he had last summer? Uh that inspirational record he had. God's plan. Yeah, God's plan. Yeah, it was actually, you know, featured in front of there. I don't know about it. Really? Yeah, just hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen, the caveat is just for one, just for one day. Just for one day. It did. It did. That's Trey's biggest song, bro. Yeah. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you how it happened. So um Young Money. So when you download, so when you actually pay to download a song, it's actually like uh, thirty six. It equals thirty six hundred streams, 
And so I actually had almost a thousand people download that song. One download is thirty six hundred streams. If you actually That's pay, crazy. if you actually pay to download it, yeah, it's equal to like thirty six hundred streams. Yeah. Damn. So that's how that's how they kind of think about if you download a single or download an album, it equates to this many streams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I found a lot of super fans that was willing to you know pay that ninety nine cent to download it, and for that day. You know, I did oh, beat Drake, so I'm impounding my chest about that. <laughs> so hey, that's that's a big moment right there to do that indie. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Who did you uh, distribute through? I go through uh, TuneCore. Yeah, and then I do some stuff with uh, United Masters too. They they real good. They can get you like place with the NBA and all this type stuff. EA Sports games. So yeah, so I kind of do a little bit of both. Yeah. Do you like Chick Fil A? Oh, I love Chick Fil A. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, yeah. I really wanted to ask. Yeah, that. I'm I'm a chicken connoisseur for sure. Yeah, like I I eat that. I eat that. I eat that about once a week. Like no exaggeration. That question yeah. couldn't have been worse than what you was about to ask. <laughs> no, my question was Polynesian trash. sauce too. You got that? You got that? I was actually told about that when out. I was you at work. Out on rewards, I know. I lied. I, I, get, was worse. I, I lied. I get. Y'all don't got the Chick Fil A app? Yeah. I'm, I'm, you get free I'm sandwiches, sleep. bro. Yeah. Free cookies. So the reason why I asked was because first of all, I was thinking about a chicken sandwich because I'm hungry. <laughs> and then I was thinking about the differences between the three chicken sandwiches. Yeah. And I figured because, you know, they're Christian based, <clears throat> that that would be his favorite chicken. <laughs> hey, I, I do respect they off on Sundays, though. <laughs> but no, for real, for their workers. For their workers. Like, it's a day of rest. So I respect that. I respect that. And seriously, I, I respect that. Chick-fil-A so <laughs> fire, though. I'm just, like, I'm a, it's really not. The way Whoa. you connected the dots was oh, just... Chick-fil-A okay. is not fire? Absolutely oh. insane. It's not Why fire. Why is it not fire? It's not fire. It's not fire. It's okay. No, it's not fire. Okay, so. All right. It's not so. I got a question. So how about the experience in the restaurant, though? They make you... They say it's a pleasure Who to serve Who goes inside you. of Chick-fil-A? I. Oh, uh, when you got kids, they, my son loves that play place. They keep it real clean, First too. So we in there. Have you seen their drive through setup? Why would you need to go inside? They have people standing yeah. outside. They mm-hmm. have the condiment stand outside. Yeah, There's true. no need to go inside yeah. of Chick-fil-A. I don't even know they had it inside yeah, of Chick-fil-A. Yeah, they, they got a play place, <laughs> and it's a lot cleaner than McDonald's. I'll put it that way. So that chicken sandwich. Bruh, this? that's what I was going to See, here we go. That's what I'm talking about. Great chicken sandwich. Yeah. Better Miss than Popeye's? Fire. I didn't have Popeye's. I wouldn't try to lose my life. Popeye's a little too little too greasy for me. That's just my my opinion. Wait, the sandwich? The sandwich. The sandwich. You, you had, had the you, you had the spicy chicken sandwich. Yeah. He's lying. No, I, no, I had it. I had it. I had it. Look at he's like, I had it, bro. He's like, so I had it. He's I had it. So the the second better? week it came out, I had it. Yours so, just, it was stepped on in. It had to be. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> so it was back there cutting on. product. Hashtag. <laughs> So, so if you had to choose between, obviously, the Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. the Popeyes, and I'm just going to, I'm always going to throw Wendy's in there because Wendy's is trash. Wendy, yeah. <gasps> Wendy's actually do good. Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich is fire. Now. Yeah. Come on now. They actually do. So who, who would you choose? Who would win? Put them in order. Well, to me, it's all about the, the complete package. There we go. Yeah. I want to hear this. Yeah. With how they market is clean it's, it's just a, a clean sandwich. Clean if I want it, I want a clean sandwich and I want somewhere my son can go and I ain't gotta worry about it being dirty in the play place and I'm gonna be treated good like I'm going to a top notch restaurant. I'm Bro. going to Chick-fil-A. Oh you go to Wendy's, you but, wait an hour and a drive through. It's, but it's just Wendy's crazy. chicken sandwich is good though. I will say that. It is. So you do not eat at Waffle House, do you? 
Oh, you did waffle. I, hey, no. I, I, I like I like that goes against everything that I you like, just said. It depends on what mood I'm in. When you when you a uh when you're a parent, like you gotta think about different agendas. Like if I'm by myself, I'm I probably will go to Waffle House. I, hmm. uh, Is it terrible uh, that I've never been to a Waffle House? Yes. yes. Yeah. He cares about the presentation <laughs> of his food. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of agree more. Than the taste it, of it, no, the, the taste, the taste is delicious. I love I the waffle. How you bring this bitch out? <laughs> or what it looks like? I'm going to the taste. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. <laughs> so hands down, it's Wendy's one. Okay, I, I, that's for uh, you. Popeyes yeah. two. Oh, you and got Chick Fil A three. And actually, I I could just take Chick Fil A off the list altogether. But wow, it, he'll be at the bottom. Okay, she he. As it, far as okay. taste, you it, talking about? It ain't one taste. value. Wendy's? Yeah. Yes, Wendy's, Wendy's is cool. spicy chicken sandwich is fire. Wendy, Wendy's it's number is one. Good. It's number one. Wendy's is good. On the list of those three. Yeah. Right. Wendy's is it. So I'm guessing you going with Popeye's. No, you won. <laughs> oh yeah, and I, and I had a Popeye's joint, so I can't. I so I so I don't I don't uh <laughs> as soon as we leave here. You said you won. <laughs> I, I don't uh they don't, don't want, want you to get quiet again like last time. <laughs> I don't <laughs> She still ain't texting. You back. weren't even there. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I had to bring there. it up. Yeah. I had to bring it up. Dude, this is gonna be the chicken sandwich segment right here. I don't care. That's good. Chicken sandwich. Yeah, for real. Hashtag Popeyes. Hashtag Wendy's. Hashtag Chick Fil A. Yeah, leave Wendy's out. Just we gotta throw that that video out there. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's gotta be fresh. Wendy's gotta be. Tell fresh. me why. But, I mean, why? it's yeah. not that. It can't be that terrible. Tell Wendy's is good. The Popeyes one is just. Fire. It is fire. I did not deny that. But you don't like the Wendy's one. Wendy's is not messing with the Popeyes. You know the reason why I don't like the Popeyes. Popeyes didn't cook their their batter isn't spicy. It's the sauce that they put on the top of it. Wendy's actual batter has the spiciness to it. You can't just wipe the damn sauce off. Yeah, you know cool story. Saying? It's not better than Popeye's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You're trash, bro. You're trash. Just to let you know that right now. I said yeah. you won. I tried to give it to you earlier. I want to go to Wendy's so bad. If you want to give me this dub, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> take it. Oh, man. That was a nice little segment. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, anyway, I don't know, bro. You you went to see Bad Boys for life? Oh, I seen that. Uh, yeah, I seen that Saturday night. Man, cold, cold, cold. Y'all saw it? I don't want to give it away to y'all followers, man. Give it away, bro. It's it's good, man. I just thought about that. I don't know why. For for me, for me, like the whole plot of it and the way they, the story writing of it, like I didn't see none of that stuff coming. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like somebody died. You know, like the way I don't want to no. give it away though. I don't yeah. want to give it away. Somebody died. No, it's it's, they it's them, good. So they can't make another it's, one. It's, you seen it? I have not. I want to. Oh, see, so you know how to ask the right question. Can they make another one? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Are they, made, can, are they hey. able to make another hey, they, one? They got enough legs for it. Yeah. What they signed up for? Two. Martin. Martin better get get into some shape though. They signed up for two. Hey, hey bro. <laughs> I ain't gonna give it away. Too I know, man. but it can was so good. It was good. Or do you want to wait? Can we talk about what? This. Bad boys. Yeah. I feel like we should all go see it and then we should talk about it. Well, we yeah, seen, that, well everybody's seen it. So you. That's we could transition to the. Oh, yeah. We could transition. No, to I ain't seen it. Okay. You ain't oh yeah, yeah. You ain't seen it. So should we'll we wait. save it? Yeah. Wait. So wait. Should we save it then? You will wait. They're not gonna. I'll you put know, it this way. It's good enough to see twice. But are you the type of person that gets upset if somebody tells you a movie? No. I don't care. Because I'm still gonna see it no matter what. I was pissed. About the movie? Yes. You were. You didn't like it. Yes. No. See, I, I'm, 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 I'm on the fence. Really like I'm on the fence about it being Bad Boys good. is my shit, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think they catered to them being old and switched the whole theme up. 
Mm. Like it felt forced. They the forced old, the the age. Change. Yeah. I got you. Then at the beginning, the acting was so fucking terrible. It's almost like, oh, come on, bro. This might have been five years too late. See, that's kind of what then I was thinking in the previews. It, it, in some of the previews, it felt a little forced. Right, yeah, even Will's haircut and just like him, him running. He bigger. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they, like oh, he's bigger. Ran, <laughs> that shit was so yeah. fake. They did it on purpose. When they was running, when they did the, yeah. the slow mo joint, yeah, like that, the no, uh, not like that one. one. I'm yeah. telling you when they was fighting and when they was running and shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, that wouldn't will. It's like they had somebody yeah, they, else. Yeah, they yeah. said he was saying that somebody yeah, 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 with the yeah. effects. I'm like, oh, yeah, them niggas. Yeah, they, they just jumped off a hundred story. So you didn't like none of the restaurant. Plot. You didn't like none of the plot. With I like the plot. I like the so and then it was like the twist. I like the twist. I like the twist. I thought that was John Tech. Like you about to retire and tear up shit in the house, like. You so said now, what? You know, like when he was like, um, like you're just going to retire. You, you ain't doing but sit in the house and tear up shit. I got you. So mm-hmm. now you just know he's about to tear up something in the house. Right, right, right. right. It's, yeah, it's just yeah. too obvious. I'm like, oh, I didn't know how else I was going to write that joint, though. I don't know like another way they can go. Yeah. As far as that one. It wasn't like the bad boys. This was just a whole. So if they come in with that's another why, one. Are you yeah, they this wasn't they, bad boys three. That's this why they trained. Yeah, another trans- movie. This is Carter five. You know what I mean? This is a whole. This is not bad boys. Okay, this is a quarter I, I, five. Yeah, it has it's nothing a to do five. With, I get that. So it has nothing to do with bad boys one or two. I tell you that. So if they come it, out with the fourth, it, 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 it has some links to it. It did, but it started but the, out the characters. Bad boys two characters. They did. They just it started, started out. Started off with the they characters. Just, they just but transitioning. Like the, yeah, the core of it. The core of the yeah. The message is changed. It's like bad boys retirement. Yes. No, it give you that vibe. I actually, I don't know. I, I still liked it. I like it. I still like it. Okay, it's there like, you go. Okay, I'm with it. It's like, uh, Make sure you add I, that. I he know, said he still know, liked bro. it. They, they need to blaze it. We, like we got to support it. that. Yeah, yeah it yeah. was. Use it like how they played into the old roles. The haircuts weren't crisp. Like, yeah. what the fuck it's is it? Different. It's Martin different. Martin didn't have any role in it at hey, all. He didn't that. like the, yeah, the gray beard and dying. It was terrible. Like his <laughs> yeah. hair Well, Martin's been like that for a while. I turned Not Martin. Down. Fucking Will Smith. What? Who? Did Martin? Did try to over-exaggerate their oldness or something? No, no they're old. You can't do yeah. shit about it. Yeah. <laughs> so the haircut, it wasn't crispy on Will. They just looked old. I'm like, fuck. Hey, my nigga, they are old. Man, they're old. They That's why I said it was five years too late. Yeah, like Martin yeah, really didn't facts. have any role in this movie except being funny. I thought Martin wasn't no, in the movie. I thought Martin's going. No, that's that's like true. it was no action to Martin. Martin was just he chilling. Can't do it, bro. That's why I said he like, can't talking. do it. I don't think he could. Then do the it. acting was for he holding a baby. Like it wasn't funny for real. For right real, for real. Hey, that, so, hey, them okay. jokes about the witchcraft was funny to me. That was I, funny. I, I, I was fuck, dying. Fuck the witchcraft condom. I, I, yeah, I was dying. I was dying. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Okay. So right. based off of the review, do you still <laughs> want to see it like you did before? Yeah, you still gonna I, see it. Don't get me wrong. It's I just... literally, I have a, my own. <laughs> y'all know I got my own damn opinion, so I am definitely gonna still yeah. see it. So I'm yeah. a bad boys fan. So I'm not. Se- I'm not settling with that. It's, it's I got it you. Is. I got you. So it was good, but it's like, come on, y'all, 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 come on. Y'all. I had a feeling it was gonna be something like that. Though. I didn't. Yeah. I did. I did. With how long they waited. Yeah, yeah I, feel, I'm I got telling a feeling. Like, I'm and again, I'm saying, and I'm just. I'm telling you, I saw Martin stand up in the last five years. I I watched the TV show he was in, watched interviews. He's just yeah. not the same Martin. He's mm-hmm. not that Martin no more. Yeah. Not even as far that, as interviews. y'all made him not that. And then dude was just killing no, everybody, he's... bro. Like, oh, boy. He's just finding uh, people yeah. and just killing them just out the gate. No, I don't. Wait till you no, see No, he said he like, he said he like, <laughs> <laughs> wait till you like, see him. Like, 
pull up and just kill him. Like, is that easy, bro? That, that, it was cold though. That how did you scene? know this nigga is just running down the street? That was that was a, that was a whole Shoot witchcraft. Him. It worked. Yeah, he yeah. was manipulating. Just shot him at the, the gate. Will should have died. That the mom the first was ten minutes. The mom fam was he manipulating. Hit the fuck up, bro. Yeah. He didn't die. With, with some yeah. bullets, you just can't get over the counter. Yeah. Come he should have been dead. Yeah, he, like, I will say that. <laughs> right. They, they popped him pretty good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay, transitioning to our, I know, yeah. how much time? We don't want to get too much. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, we did. Yeah. Uh, we got 20 minutes in here. <laughs> well, we did. Hey, we, got, we got like 20 minutes in here. Literally man. the whole movie. <laughs> From beginning to end. Hey, hey. It's they like, old as shit. He just shot at the beginning. Y'all don't even want to see it now. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you you got to see it. Hey, man. Uh, while I was setting up, you, uh, you seem like a Chiefs fan. How oh, you feeling about the Chiefs right now? We, Hey, we... We AFC champions. We head to the Super Bowl. How y'all feeling? Jersey got the the hoodie on. Oh, I had to go get me one. At rallies. <laughs> <laughs> had Easy. to go get me one. Yeah. How y'all feeling, man? What's up, everybody? Been waiting thirty one oh, years for this. I'm excited. Nick, what's up, yeah. boy? We don't win. I, you're not getting anything out of me until we win. Mm-hmm. I feel that. I'm too, not though. settling just for this. That. I'm not either. Mm-hmm. So, well, I, feel I mean, that. I, I don't have anything. I think. I think we got. I think we got a dub coming though. Yeah, it's exciting to be in that to be in that position. We ain't been in that position so long. It's good that we in the fight. But yeah, like yeah. you said, the, the business isn't done. Though. Think of the Royals won the World Series, so yeah. us just being champ. No, mm-hmm. can't do it. Oh, no. So yeah. I, I do have a question. So with that, because you know we did win um, <clears throat> the last game, which takes us to the Super Bowl. Question: uh, With you being an inspirational artist, how does the aftermath of what happened? Um, with everything that followed us winning the game, how does that make you feel? Does that did that make you want to, you know, um, get out, support your city, try to uplift them? Because like that, that was pretty hard. What happened right after on a, and a, it's supposed to be a, a joyous moment turned into a, a bad moment. Yes, yes, traumatizing. Like, uh, you know, and on, on a serious note, you know, my heart goes out to everybody that's affected, people that were wounded, you know, individuals that died too, like. Just sad, you know, that like you said, that should be a moment where you should be celebrating. Everybody should be happy, good camaraderie, you know, good energy in the atmosphere. And it just kind of shows you that, you know, the devil's playground is busy. Other people have different agendas. Other people probably just thought like, hey, it's going to be a lot of people here. Let me wreak havoc. I got beef with somebody. And, you know, that's really the reason why I make the music the way that I do, because, you know, if if I'm glorifying all the negative things that we always hear on the radio, like to me, my music's kind of null and void. You know, I want to push the envelope to where it can make somebody potentially want to change their life. And I've been in that situation where, you know, I've, like I said, I've t- talked to street artists and talked to individuals. Like after I perform, they talk about being more serious about their life and wanting to, you know, live a more righteous life as well, too. You know, it's very unfortunate, for real, for real, because that should be an exciting time. Mm-hmm. Do, do you think we need more than music, though? So, say oh, you yeah. did, yeah. The, oh yeah. Say you did the music. You know, yeah. your inspiration, right? Mm. We never seen you nowhere else. Yeah. Besides oh, yeah. just music. Yeah, you get you got to have some action behind it. Uh, what action you think should be? Yeah, behind like it? of course. Yeah. Like yeah, definitely uh, community outreach for sure. Um, we, 
you know, opportunities to to mentor individuals. So when you think about individuals that's like incarcerated, I got, you know, family, friends that's been incarcerated in the past and that transition of really, it really being tough, you know, just to even find a nine to five, you know, being that support person to talk them through, you know, some of the things that they going through. Um, how can you impact the youth before they get too wrapped up in the streets? You know, when mm -hmm. I talk to the youth, you know, that's why I'm talking to them about about leadership of not having to strive to fit in, but striving to stand out and being confident in who you are. No matter, you know, what trials or tribulations you might be going through at home, you know, finding that, you know, support person. And, you know, community out, like you said, the music isn't enough. You got to have action. So I'm thinking like building, you know, genuine relationships community outreach, being really strategic on how you're going to give back and make a difference. I, I think we need more um, more recording, like 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 vlogging type of, like us going to go hoop or mm -hmm. us going bowling, like just doing more normal shit to where mm -hmm. people like, oh, okay, he do more than just rap. Like, mm -hmm. Got you, got you. Kind of yeah. funny, man. They be mm -hmm. having fun. Like we need more, yeah. more of that mm -hmm. than just... Uh, let's do this outreach. Let's do this giveaway. Let's do this. Th yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's just that's not. So you're saying so you got to really trust the kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that. yeah, exactly. Well, I, I yeah. think I saw. Um, I don't know his name. I'm not even gonna try to remember it. But there was an individual that was trying to do that at one point in time where he was doing that. Uh, you know that pop up. He was doing those pop up events where they would just go random places and they would have fun and they would kick it, but nobody took to that. Like he was like, "Hey, we're gonna go to Top Golf. Everybody meet up." Da 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 da. And like three people would show up. He's like, "Hey, so next week we're gonna go out and get ice cream, social." Da da da. Nobody, nobody came. And so, it was like that's the type of stuff you would want. But then you think that when they start doing that, yeah. that's when it starts getting to the point where it starts attracting those individuals that come out and then they make the situation. A, a negative situation and now nobody wants to come because they're like last time we went to that everybody got shot so, so you know, I, I don't think I don't think it needs to be a, an event mm -hmm. I think we it's need like hey y'all we text each other let's mm -hmm. go bowling right. you get your nephew you get somebody yeah. you get, you know we all just go oppose a hey y'all we gonna meet up here yeah. okay do this not make it like and it's an event like but actually every day yeah make it you know some certain shit don't need to be recorded all the time right yeah that's why you know, we saying, just need to like do it like lead by example genuine relationships yeah, exactly. is key like yeah you know when you think about people that have proper mentors like those are people that keep individuals accountable you know yeah. for sure like they say it's, it takes a village to raise a child like it's true like a parent can't do everything yeah that teacher has to do his role you know, that, that coach has to do his role, you know. Even that neighbor kind of has to do his role when they have that platform. So yeah. to your point, like yeah, it shouldn't be all about business. No, it shouldn't be. No, yeah. definitely not. So that's why I said we need to kind of start uploading that more. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Us yeah. having fun and not just all about business. Okay, yeah, yeah, you got you, got you. Before they feel like people can actually talk to you. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? That's dope. That's a good idea, yeah. Yeah, man. Um What's your question, man? The money question you always ask our guests. You know, I can't remember nothing. You you ask every guest like, uh, what kind of advice, advice you get a pod? Shut the end. How, how, how long we got? Uh, we got be out here by eight, right? Yeah, eight yeah. minutes. It was that time. Yeah, we got be here by seven forty. Yeah, got like ten minutes. That's what I'm saying. It's about you got that kids. Time. Yeah, I got two, six and one sons. He's six. His name's Rylan. One year old. Name Amaya. Dope. You ain't get no sleep, G. Huh? <laughs> Actually, she sleeps pretty good. So. Yeah, oh. not too many bags on my eyes. Then <laughs> my wife Chassie, shout out to her. Shout out wifey. Yeah. 
Go ahead, man. Oh, gosh. Oh, what's something? Go ahead. What? What? So, Christian, we're going to stick. I, I don't want to. Man, <laughs> it's a transparent question. Oh. Uh, I feel like my so, man's transparent. Yeah. He'll be transparent with it. I, I just so, like, at the age, say your daughter gets 18, right? Yeah. She gets a boyfriend. Yeah, he, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, he it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. We're not even 18. Your, We're not going to say 18. It's hard to think about your little princess let's, getting let's older, go, but yeah. you're right. Yeah. Let's go to 30. Uh-huh. She's married. Mm-hmm. Um, her and her dudes getting into it. Not even just getting into it. We all know one thing that a chick can do to shut us up, right? Mm. As fellas. Which yeah. is what? What can a chick do to shut us up? Yep. If y'all arguing, what's one thing she can do to just shut your ass up? For me, it's probably just like ignore me. No, like to, stop to, the to, like, like stop the conversation, you. like chill or you know what I mean? Like no, that, that can please you, fam. Uh-oh. To where to be all to where you won't even think about it no more. Oh, dude. <laughs> so say yeah, that's... your daughter mm-hmm. get into it with her dude, right? Would you right. give her that advice like, hey, bro, just fuck this nigga, man, or just go? <laughs> you probably just need to do that. Why though? Would y'all give that advice to y'all? Can y'all give that advice to y'all's daughters <laughs> no. at that age? Why? Yeah, he got he got two daughters. <laughs> no. I ain't doing Absolutely. that. No. But you expect it though, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Let's hear it, Justin. You could have turned it into a. You could have made it a, a a Christian question by saying, "Just change it to husband." So if it was her husband, well, I don't want to say husband because I don't like speaking on people's marriage. Would you tell her like, to smash him to shut him to shut him? No. Up? That's why I said I can't. These dudes, man. Come on, man. Could you say that to your daughter? He is so angry when it comes to anything that got to do with his daughter. Could you say that? No. No. I wouldn't be saying that. Could you, Nicholas? What if you not? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, man, you probably just. (laughs) You got to bust it over for him or something. You got to just. Oh, my God. I'm finished. Completely done. Thank you. So y'all can't be transparent. That's why I don't want to say shit. I, I don't transparent. I'm not daughters. saying that. Yeah. I don't have daughters. I have two sons. No, oh, you can be transparent. Say so you ain't gonna say that. So you, you gonna tell, tell, you tell your son? Go hit that ass. Go hit that ass. Tell her to shut up. Because it's gonna be for my son. Yeah. So you would be like, she probably needs some Have you seen my son? She just needs some Have you have you talked to my son? Have you experienced my son? He deserves it. Bust it open, or you can leave. Have you experienced my son? Have you experienced? So, you experienced? so if it was your son, you'd be like, hey, bro, she just needs some gym, bro. I'm telling you. Absolutely. That's di- but you already know it's different. That's different, man. It's not different. We, we talked it's about a double standard. It, it is a double standard. Absolutely. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. Not All right. What advice would you give us as a podcast? Don't talk uh, about to, to the listeners or to y'all, to you guys. Period. <laughs> we never ever seen you again. What advice could you give us? Yeah, I'll just, uh, you know, definitely tell you guys the. You know, continue to keep your dreams alive. Mm-hmm. And the reason why you, you do that is because you never want to sell yourself short. Mm-hmm. Um, when you keep your dreams alive, a lot of people say that, but, you know, always having a plan in place on, you know, where you want to take your next steps, you know, where you want to take, you know, this podcast in one to two years, where you want to take it in five years. Um, what individuals that, you know, you want to interview that you might haven't thought about interviewing before. And I think that can just apply to, 
you know, your career, you know, thinking about where you want to be down the road in the future and, uh, you know, never doubting yourself. So that would be the message I'd give. Any advice you can uh, give me with about my daughter? Hey, man. <laughs> Don't do it, man. What? <laughs> no, I, I got something. I got something. Uh, be, the, be that example of I a man. I thought you said, bro. Yeah. This is what I would say. This is even for be myself, it. too. Like, be the example of the man that you would want your daughter to, to marry down the road. Facts. Because when a woman, you know, matures, they going to probably gravitate to the person that to that male figure that they had the most um, relationships with, you know, growing up. So, you know, that's very important. So they see you grinding hard every day, providing for your family. They gonna want somebody providing for their family as well too. So, yeah. Don't we appreciate that, man. Y'all you know, got anything else? You go by, do you really go by ET or? Yeah, Eric, Eric, Eric Tyler. Eric Tyler. Yep, that's my name. Initials okay. ET. So. so that's your rap name, ET? Yeah, yeah rap name. Was that just lazy or you just like... Nah, yeah, I'm named after my dad. So shout out to uh, ET Senior. So they call him, they used to call him ET back in the day. So, so yeah, I kind of inherited heard, that name. How many, yeah. many times have y'all heard phone home? <laughs> oh, all the time. Sure. Ever, ever since that? I was four years old, all the way down now. So And again, uh, where can they... Uh, Find your music, your social media. How can they get a hold of you? How can they um, get your music? Listen. Yeah, social media at ET Music page on everything: YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Um, you can look up my recent album, Game Day Ready, Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Music. Um, you can look at my new single, To the Top, Spotify, Apple Music. You know, um, YouTube, whatever device you use or digital platform is really everywhere. Dope, dope, man. And, what uh, You got an album coming out? So Yeah, going to be Game Day Execution going to drop this summer. So first cool. album was Game Day Ready, taking it one step further, Game Day Execution. What can so, we expect from it? Um, so uh, I recently released another single, too, called uh, Back Against the Wall. Shout out to uh, Ashton Cone. So that's going to be on it. This two of the top records going to be on it. And uh, I'm thinking it's going to probably be in between 10 to 11 songs. So. Just really just rounding that all out and, and starting the, the creative process of writing for it. And I've already recorded some stuff to it too. So don't oh. give too much away. Yeah. Cool, cool, man. Yeah. No, Is I it insensitive no, I appreciate to hang pictures man. of Jesus with nails? Excuse me? Is it insensitive to hang pictures of God up with it's nails? Dope, you know what? Thank <laughs> you for tuning in. He so can ask another- he can tell the Chrysler <laughs> joke. I can't ask that. You asked when we... Oh. Where are you trying to put it? Where are you trying to put these pictures at? On the wall. In your... Just up with nails. No nails. Is it insensitive? Very. Is it? No. I guess it depends on the individual. Okay. Y'all some wild dudes, man. <laughs> I don't know if you right, ready to wrap it, it up, out, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Say for the Podcast. As always, we appreciate y'all. Tuning in every week, listening to us, supporting us, effing with us. So uh, we appreciate you, E.T., a.k.a. Davies, a.k.a. Eric Tyler, <laughs> a.k.a. who else? Um, what else I got? That's it, man. Uh, make sure y'all follow the uh, Save for the Podcast IG page, Facebook, Save it number four, the podcast, and mess with us. Uh, and we thank you, man. We appreciate it, man. We'll be looking out for some stuff. No, I appreciate y'all having me. Thank y'all. Easy. Hey! Hey! Hey, you know you gotta say for the podcast.
I'm just saying, man. Hey, Drizzy. When y'all when y'all start like going to your own barber, like did y'all have a hard time like finding one? Uh, yeah. As, as a child, like, I had hair. <laughs> yeah, like so you know, like your mommy or your daddy or somebody would take you somewhere to get it cut. You just stick with them, or would you like try and find your own barber? Nah, when I got older, I found my own barber. I found my own barber as well. Now the reason I ask is because like I had to switch up my barber, right? And I started fucking with the Catalyst Barber Company. Got you, got you, got you. Fifty-five, forty-five North Oak Traffic Way, okay. Kansas City, Missouri. Of North where you Joint. Can find them. We got a black. We got another black barber shop up north. Yes, sir. I hear that. Been going to him for a while. Uh-huh. They always have me leaving out, looking, looking right. Pearls and everything. So he cut. So when he first cut you, did he, did he say, did he like put like berries and juices? <laughs> and, like, and on top of that, you got cheating hair, man. You cheating, you, got, like, like, you can't mess hair, up your hair. You can't mess it up. So. Well, see, when they they be cut, in there cutting my hair, cut. they be talking about like you got to watch how you cut it because uh, it is different. Uh-huh. Got you, got you. Just can't just you know, put the guard on. Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, go check them out. Like I said, uh, the Catalyst Barber Company, 5545 North Oak Traffic Way in Kansas City, Missouri. They up north. You know, hey. they can they can, they can can hook hey. you up, hook your line up, or, you know, can if they... you follically challenge like my homie Domo here, <laughs> you know, they can they can do <laughs> You can only rep beard gang. They can hook the beard up, too. I got you. Can they, can they get my waves popping? You see my waves now, right? You don't got no waves. Yeah, yeah, he'll hook you up. You know, he'll, he'll get you with the the, the little, uh, what's it called? The little the shaving cream, the, yeah. the hot towel first. They wrap you up, have you looking like an auntie. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, <laughs> you look real suspect. <laughs> <when you just. laughs> and then he slapped oh, the, the cream on you. Yeah, you get it. That's cool, though, man. I, I, I fool with because you be coming here looking crispy, man. So shout out to Catalyst Barbershop. We appreciate shout out it. To Cat Dog. Yeah, you Cat can check Dog. them out online as well. Thecatalystcut.com um, or download the uh, the Gym Book app and you can make your appointments from your phone. That's and how I do it. Put in promo code DONMO has a beautiful baldy. And you get your hair cut free. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know you got to say for the podcast.